0: This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Let's get into it, Forge fans. Welcome back to another episode of Forge Daily. I am your host, Mackenzie Barwell. Today is October 11th, so we're set to um, release this one day in advance. So when you're listening, it'll be the 12th. But I'm very excited about today's episode because I am joined by CPL reporter and Press conference enthusiasts.
1: enthusiast. Enthusiast is, is a strong word. Uh, I know, I frequenter know. in a lot of them. And the enthusiasm varies. Well,
0: I thought long and hard about what I was going to say to introduce you. And I thought, what better way?
1: You know what? That's fair enough. That's fair enough.
0: I feel like we've come a long way. The first the first podcast we did together was probably, I don't know, three or four months ago. It would have been like the second week I was doing this. So I'm, I'm just going to blow you away with the amount of knowledge I'm, I've accumulated since then.
1: Awesome. I'm excited. You'll know more than me, hopefully, because I don't know anything anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I don't know why you're saying that. You've been with the league since 2019. Now that the regular season is over, can we just look at the the season more generally? And can you touch on what you think is so different about 2023 looking at other ones? Because I think it's safe to say that the competitiveness has increased so much.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think more than any other season we saw this year that Really, any team could beat any other on, on a good day. Uh, there weren't a lot of... I mean, early in the season, there were some big blowouts. And yeah. I think teams started to figure each other out a lot more as we went along. And then we saw in the last two months of the season just how how much every game kept mattering for every team just you know, because of, of the playoff format, mostly, with five teams getting in and kind of how much better it is to finish second than third and how much better it is to be third than fourth and, and, yeah. and so on. We yeah. saw every team... like. Even if they were pretty safely in a playoff spot, even you know, Forge last weekend, they're pretty safely in a playoff spot, uh, but yeah. they're still playing to finish higher in the standings and have you know, the benefits that come with that because there was just so much on the line for all of these teams uh, mm-hmm. down the stretch, and, and we saw the quality of each of them improving and, and the quality of coaching improving, and I yeah. think it's been a lot of fun to see. You know, how these teams especially throughout a year when you see each other so often the way that teams started approaching games and and players younger players who maybe started in the league a few years ago start to come into their full professional careers it, it's been really fun
0: well well I mean I want to want to narrow in on forge a little bit specifically here i I'll, we'll talk about the other teams around the league later who have just kind of come out of the woodwork more recently but looking at forge um last time we talked they were having the best start to the season in club history then they kind of Went through some ebbing and flowing throughout the season, going through a couple of dry spells, but now more recently coming back into form. And from what I could tell, people have constantly said that once playoffs come, Forge kind of kicking into high gear. Is that is that a comment that you think uh, is fair to say? Would you agree there?
1: I think so. And I think we've seen over the years that you never, ever, ever want to bet against Forge FC in a playoff game. I mean The the results speak for themselves with three championships and they've been in literally every final. But even games this year, I mean, we saw, for me, the closest thing they've played to a playoff game when Pacific came to Hamilton uh, a few weeks ago. And they knew that really whoever won that game had kind of the, the driver's seat for second place. Um, and it's just impressive to see them find that extra gear. Now, I would say that we haven't seen that extra gear nearly as much as... As Bobby's Mirnyiotes would want this year, or, or any of the players, uh, and you know they—I mean—they finished second, but uh, it didn't necessarily feel right. like a no. like a second no. place season.
0: Bobby talked about this too in my conversation that I had with him yesterday. He was saying how because they, I think, because of the way the Concacaf was structured this this year, they didn't get a chance to play in, and so he said that may have contributed to why the spark hasn't been there so much as it has in previous seasons.
1: It, it's tough to put your finger on. I mean, I think you know they've fallen behind a lot more often in games they haven't really scored first all that often uh, which is is different for them obviously it's great that they've been able to come back from behind so many times in games and and get a point or a win uh but they have found themselves playing from behind way too often which is weird also weird for this team but i think also part of the you know part of what happens when you win three championships
0: i'm gonna interrupt our regularly scheduled programming for a second is that the bobby beard that you have hanging on the wall of
1: course it absolutely <laughs> is <laughs> it's the best giveaway in cpl history and i had to have one
0: that is awesome that's so good dude you need to bring that to the next playoff game
1: i'll wear it in the press box
0: You know you're not supposed to be biased but if you wore that in the press box i think i would laugh like i think i would cry tears of joy
1: i don't have to support the team but i can support a good facial hair uh, situation I can't do that myself you know I, I have a lot of respect for what Bobby's able to do here
0: yeah <laughs> with his facial hair, of course. that's right let's look ahead to Saturday obviously Forge facing off against Calvary at five hour time um this is a team who Forge has had success in the playoffs against but obviously this season they take the regular season title with what I think 13 points ahead of the rest of the league so let me just start by opening it up to you and asking what you're expecting to see from this game. For me,
1: it's the first time in, in a little bit that Forge go into a game against Cavalry as probably not, not even arguable that they're, they're the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Going into a Cavalry team that's, uh, I think, won five in a row to end the season. They're unbeaten in nine. It, it is a, a very difficult challenge for Forge, but obviously, that said, as we talked about, they've got that extra level to them that they can hit in these playoff games. Uh Forge will go into Spruce Meadows pretty confident. They've never lost a playoff game to Cavalry. Mm-hmm. Uh despite all of the all of the times they've met. Uh in fact, Cavalry's actually never won an elimination playoff game. So this is kind of a new test for them uh, as a club to to see if as you know, this is kind of a new era for that club. But for Forge, it is uh that you know, no matter how kind of up and down the season's been at the end of the day they're pretty much where they want to be. They're in the playoffs, they've got a chance to host the final at Tim Hortons Field if they can win this game. Uh, and if if they do that, then really any of the frustration of the regular season is pretty much forgotten those yeah. past games. 100%. I don't think that's going to matter at all. So I think it is going to be one of those pretty tight and pretty physical and and fiery and just above all entertaining playoff games between yeah. you guys.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. And like you said, though, it's going to be interesting to see because Ford are where they want to be. At the end of the day, they're in second. They have a chance yeah. to host a home final but the way that they got there was not ideal so coming in off uh what three nil victory cavalry had against uh pacific versus you know just like a default advancing into that spot for Forge. i don't know it'll be yeah it'll be interesting it's not going to be easy to just like come in as hot as uh this cavalry team will be they've also got three players in the running slash big contenders for player of the year um so are these some guys that you're keeping an eye out for am i missing any who? Who do you expect to see um, kind of pop off, for lack of a better word?
1: Yeah, I, I think it starts with Dan Klomp. He's that sturdy central defender in the middle of their back three who's uh, just, for me, been been one of the best players in the whole league this year. Uh, he can hit a pass pretty much anywhere on the field, and he's a, a threat from set pieces as well. He scored just last weekend against Pacific with a header, uh, so he's definitely going to be a guy who will make it very difficult for Forges attackers to to get into the 18-yard box. Moosey can dribble past pretty much anybody in the league at this point. He's uh, in incredible confidence at the moment, and Meyer Bevin obviously shares the golden boot with Ali Bassett thanks to his goal against Pacific, and he's a guy who maybe he, he needed that little bit of confidence from that goal, so uh, he will be coming into this game, I guess, hungry to to add to that. So those there's just a lot of depth in this Cavalry team as well, and a lot of guys who can hurt you in different ways, a lot of different attacking options. I mean, William, Akio... Is certainly a, a scary one, especially if he comes off the bench late in a in a one game knockout tie. So, I I think that there are just so many different things for for Forge to consider. But yeah, you know that's that's kind of what makes Bobby and his coaching staff very good as well as they will have plans for all of them
0: for sure. And looking, I want to switch gears. Looking at who Forge has attacking. Wubben's and Terran not able to uh, clinch the golden boot, but they're not far off. Um, Wubin's also kind of on a decent run of form as of late. So, yeah, same question goes, but for the Forge side.
1: Woben's fastest is in, is in very good form at just the right time you want to be in. Uh, and he's shown in the past that he can score in the playoffs. He scored against Cavalry in the playoffs last year. Uh, I think he actually technically is tied with Schwenier for all-time CPL playoff goals. Yeah, um, he's he's the guy that you're going to want on the pitch in that moment uh, because, unfortunately, David is not going to be able to be on that pitch, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, this is just going to be a battle. It's going to be incredible war. I mean, Kyle Becker obviously knows what it's like to play against these cavalry players, and he and a lot of the other guys on that force team will be you know, upset that they haven't beaten this team this year. Uh, and they will they will feel like they still have a bit of a psychological advantage over having beaten them in the playoffs so many times before. Uh, and I think we're going to see a bit of a, uh, a testy one between these teams who have shown in the past they don't like each other very much.
0: Okay, let's go back to what we were talking about earlier with regards to different teams kind of not being able to be counted out because constantly teams from the bottom of the league, like Vancouver, can we talk about that for a second? Vancouver has said the last three games, uh, let me just beat a bunch of teams even though we can't make it into the playoffs. Like, that was crazy. See causing Forge a little bit of a hassle, aside from Calvary, but potentially later on in the playoffs because we've got Halifax, who are essentially tied with Forge going into the playoffs. And then York, like I said earlier, have uh, been on a little bit of a tear.
1: I honestly think that, that York, are they have the capacity to, to surprise some people in these playoffs, right? They come into the playoffs with a little bit more confidence and certainly the Pacific, who they're playing, you know, as we record now tonight. And if it goes out tomorrow, this might be all gone. Yeah. They might have lost. True. But uh I would I, if they do get past that Pacific game, then I do think that there's a chance that they can make some noise because they've been so they've been so good playing away from home and they'll be playing entirely away from home in the playoffs. Um and and we also have seen Halifax play very well against Forge this year even at Tim Hortons field which is where that game would probably be right. uh, in in the i guess semi final so uh, yeah I, I do think that really there is no easy game in these playoffs there's no easy opponent they seem to there for a reason um and and i think the danger uh, if Forge play at home will be in underestimating an opponent i don't i don't think they will yeah. but it's certainly there's always that that capacity to happen
0: yeah 100% i can see that too both both york And Halifax wanting to maybe coming into Tim Hornsfield with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. So you're right. I don't think anyone can be uh, considered an easy game here. One other thing, something I just realized yesterday, Martin Nash, head coach of York United, Steve Nash's brother. You didn't know that? No. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this has to be in the episode because I have to not be the only one. I can't be the only one who doesn't know about this. You might be. Really? (laughs) Are you serious?
1: Also, apparently, Martin Nash is really good at basketball, too. And Steve Nash is really good at soccer.
0: Okay, because I'm not even going to lie to you, Charlie. Like, yesterday, I was, like, scrolling on the, I think it was on York's page, and Mm -hmm. I saw Steve Nash commented on a post. I was like, wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He's wishing his brother. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, so I go real quickly. I'm like, Martin Nash, brother. Steve Nash. What?
1: Yeah. There's that's one of our I guess celebrity connections in this league.
0: Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. Okay, sorry. I know that's not necessarily the most relevant to this conversation, but I feel like it was necessary to include.
1: Yeah, no, it's important information. He's Still like... trying to get him out to a game. We gotta guess Steve, nah, <laughs> to get Steve Nash out to a game.
0: Forge Forge York matchup, crazy. Steve Nash appearance. Oh my. It'd be sick. Okay, Charlie. Um we'll finish on that though. Uh next time I better see you in the in the beard.
1: All right, deal. Thanks for having me.
0: This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Farwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share.